0: Welcome to the Quick and Deep Healing Podcast, your odyssey to the vast world of holistic healing methods. I am your guide, Healer Nora, and I am happy to share this journey with you. Hello, you lovely soul, and welcome back to the Quick and Deep Healing Podcast. And here we are with Adela Pastor going to the deep episode and um, our themes of today are ego how to live in a conscious way how to decrease the suffering and uh, maybe something else we'll see what's gonna come up in this deeper episode welcome again Adela happy to thank you you. (laughs) thank you so I I wanted to dive directly to the concept of ego could you could you explain how you see what is ego okay first
1: of all I'm going to talk about something that is misunderstood is what it is ego and many people think that ego is when you think that you're better better than another person when you think that you you know i don't know like you're prettier or you have more money than someone else no and you feel like better just for for that attitude or or whatever but ego is something quite deep and profound and the ego is what we think that we are and we are not. <laughs> the ego is all the things, all the layers that we have been building since we were born and the, the faces that we show to people, to others. No? The ego is also um, how we we tell others that we think we are. The ego is the mind. No, this is a, because when when I talk about ego, uh, is it a very a broad concept? It's yep. a very abstract, but it's a, an a broad concept. And what is the mind? The mind is every time that you have a belief, every time that you have an opinion, every time that you think that you are not enough, or everything that you have that you need something, or every time that um, you think that you are a woman, Mm. that's ego, no? So when you dissolve your ego, you realize that you are something bigger. You're, we can say that we are conscious. Mm. And this is just, the body is just something that you are in, in this experience. So we are gonna say something else. Ego is the mind. And the mind is also the karma, because there is another thing is it is, well, I've lived, I was born in a family and with specific conditions. Well, that's also the ego and the karma and the mind, because the way you're thinking is related to the people that you have been raised. Yes. Where exactly you have lived is not the same uh, living in in, or uh, being raised in Spain than in United Kingdom, Finland, or Alaska, for example. Different, Mm -hmm. no? Different ways of understanding everything, no? Your parents have a genetics, no? So your body is female or male, and at the same time, you have some characteristics, better for running, better for studying, better for cooking, whatever, no? That's called the uh, DNA but that's also the karma and the karma is also the ego so all the tendencies that we have inside and everything that is outside is the ego too yes so i could understand that many people right now have a lot of questions because <laughs> the, the ego this way of understanding how the ego is it is a lot of things in the same in the same context no it also the karma and the ego it's also the things the things that you attract to your life. We were talking just a minute ago about how I, I my my brother died when I was nineteen, and my my father too when I was very young. So that's my karma. I had to experience that, and that comes from maybe in this past time doesn't have any uh, sense at all because you don't have context to understand, but. If you see that your that your experience, your life is not just from zero to 37, that is my age right now, but another past life, and you have more context, you understand that the experiences, experiences that you're living right now are consequence from the past. Mm. And the way you think now is the consequence from the past too, so everything is ego. So dissolving ego also
0: means dissolving the karma. Exactly, and and for example, um, ego like how I how I feel very often is that the ego has its tendency of uh, telling its own story that appears to be true in our lives, and we kind of um, if we are not conscious, we end up repeating very uh, not so harmonious cycles in our lives. For example, one thing I'm still struggling, which is kind of one part of my ego is that I love to be efficient. And this I learned from my parents and my parents learned it from their grandparents. And it's kind of like a part of my ego, like a very specific one characteristic that once I became aware of it, then I can step out of the, uh, the workaholic mode. But if I wouldn't have kind of become conscious about it and how it's working how it's kind of like telling that I'm very good when I'm doing a lot of stuff uh, it would like drive me into burnout so that's something I'm balancing and this is just like a one very simple example how about how the ego can work because it's it's like hiding itself into a good layer of being efficient and doing a lot but at the same time it's bringing you out of where you should actually be which is to, to to really be in the state of love and to be in the state of uh, harmony and not in the state of stress where it's kind of bringing you. Mm. Does this make any sense? Yeah,
1: yeah in fact, uh, there is a scale, the conscious... Uh, how can I say it in English? The, the map of consciousness, the map of consciousness of David Hawkins is a map from zero to 1,000. And there are 17 different ways of perceiving the reality, no? Hmm. The above of the scale means how slave of your mind you are or the ego. And the higher part is the liberation that you were talking about Hmm. a moment ago. In the 1000, we can find avatars like Jesus Christ, the Buddha, Krishna. So our saying that we're in this spiritual awakening means that we are trying to go up. In the in the scale up, no. So to do that work of spiritual awakening means the first thing that we need to know is uh, uh, to be aware, to be yeah. aware of those tendencies. Otherwise, it is impossible. You cannot change that. It's the past repeating. The past means the future, hmm. because we are always doing in in those cycles, no. So the way of changing these patterns. It has to be, first of all, trying to uh, stop, observe, and have that high intention to change something, but not stop working, as you said, no? not stop working, but the place where I work from the place, the place from where I work. Yes, is it from a loving place or is it from a place of fear? I'm not saying that is your 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 example, but it's always love versus fear. It is
0: true. They are the fear,
1: fear of not doing enough, fear Mm. of not having enough money, fear of not being enough recognized. No, that could could be also neutrality. It's like okay. Uh, Okay, I came here and we'll see how past the time passes. No, that's, Mm -hmm. that's more positive uh, than fear. But at the same time, there is another, there are more, more other uh, levels of consciousness higher, no, it's from the unconditional love. It's like, I'm here of service. Mm -hmm. I do what is required. I don't, even if uh, monetary is something that comes back from the energy, the exchange of energy. Everything is perfect, no? If uh, that person cannot give me the price of the session, but I do it from the the heart, it's fine. Mm. And sometimes many people give you even more money. Yeah, exactly. Because you're just sharing who you are. You're not thinking of the money. You're just sharing uh, everything that you are,
0: no? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And and, uh, actually, it's very funny that when you... But there is this uh, universal law of giving and receiving. The more you give, the more you actually receive also. So it's a a very funny thing that many people think that, ah, but I need to see the money first if I do something. But actually, actually it's like the crooked way of seeing it. We should always be of service and, and provide whatever we can, and it will come back to us. So that's how it goes. Okay, but hey, tell me a little bit about this uh, program that you have, the, the, uh, La Vida Good. You're talking very well Spanish. Ah, oh, sí, hablo español porque mi novio es de Madrid.
1: bueno. Qué Muy bien.
0: So, um, there is a 12-week program,
1: and it's because it's like when you do diets or when you go to the gym, if you go... Once per week, uh, it is fine. It is okay. You're gonna see results, but spirituality it, it needs practice because yes. it is not the same going to the gym or go, doing diet or eating well uh, once per week or have having the habit. not here's your, your your style of living. So that's what what we are doing here. We are practicing spirituality every day trying to be conscious, more conscious and trying to change our intentions. How? Learning and practicing how to manage uh, negative emotions and thoughts. Mm. So when when we understand how the ego and the mind works, we can be very focused on uh, not identifying with the thoughts and, and the emotions. What brings is love we feel like we don't have to fight we don't have to force anything we don't have to force uh or even to lie in in relationships we don't have to pretend to be others another person that we are am not no i'm able to establish limits because i have clarity about what i want and what i want from with the other one no so uh if you have conflicts somehow and you want to uh do it from a loving space um and you want mental peace be that is for that person or someone who really wants to develop their own spiritual uh
0: skills through love unconditional love mm, beautiful yeah and i i think it's good that it's like a 12 weeks and it's kind of like intensive because it's true you for, for kind of seeing yourself, you need to be all the time aware, at least in the beginning. So so you can spot like the very subtle ways that your ego is working uh, like, because one thing that very often happens, have you seen this with spiritual people, is that they develop so-called spiritual ego. So then they are so spiritual and then, then it co- becomes like even a little bit funny. So it, it's a... Uh, Ego has very, very many faces and it's kind of um, changing and moving and it's kind of uh, always in the shadows. You are not re- really, really aware of it. So it's it has been super interesting to do this journey for, for years uh, that I have been doing. And it, I like to really spot the layers, what are like my ways that the ego works with me. And for everyone, it's different because we have different backgrounds and different education. But definitely once you once you start to uh, kind of come to the higher conscious awareness of yourself, uh, it becomes actually, life becomes super interesting because then you are not suffering so much anymore. You're just spotting yourself like, hmm, this is interesting. This is, a, again, like triggering something. And <laughs> you become like a parent yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because
1: <clears throat> spiritual ego, because ego is there always is there, no? So if you now like spiritual things, you're gonna pretend to be more spiritual, no? Because you think that your identity is what you do or the things that you like, and um, spiritual ego can be tricky because when you're advanced and you're recognize all the things that triggers to you, and you want to pretend to be that peace-loving person mm. without recognizing that sometimes you lie to yourself mm. and you say that you have um you're in a state of mind that you're not just because you're pretending to be spiritual, no? yeah, And that is what is not making you advance in, in a spiritual way because you're just pretending to be someone that you're not. And the f- the f- thing to advance in the spiritual world is just accepting, accepting who you are, hmm. accepting the ego, accepting the tendencies of the ego. Sometimes the ego is angry. Sometimes the ego can be a poopy pants. Yeah. Sometimes it can be um, very demanding. So do you fight against that or do you
0: accept yeah, exactly. what it is? exactly uh, and also people who try to avoid facing the the true feelings they are really just escaping so <laughs> it's it's very funny but how do you think like um if if you think about your clients in general uh, can you see uh like any patterns like a certain age certain sex certain issues in life that they want to solve with you
1: no, I've worked with um, very young people, 18 years old, and uh, I'm working with people around 50, 60. So all ages, every state. It's more usual to find women than men, that's for sure. But no, it's it's everyone that has that call inside. Huh? It mm-hmm. doesn't matter in what stage of your life you are. It doesn't matter... If you are just studying, like this eighteen years old girl that I'm referring, or you are in a divorce, mm. or you have just divorced and you have two little kids, or you have been single your entire life, mm. you still live with your parents even if you are fifty. Mm. It doesn't matter, no. It's uh, what happens in the world. I I, I call it in Spanish um, something like. Uh, in the world of the forms, no, the forms. Mm-hmm. What happens outside you, no? The things that happens, the surrounding, no? Your work, your relationships, that, that all of that doesn't matter in, sp- in the spiritual world, no? It doesn't matter your phase, your stage, uh, if you have a relationship, if you are a parent or not, if you are rich or not, no? But mm-hmm. everything doesn't matter because it's something that works from inside,
0: right? Definitely, um, yeah. I I see a tendency in in my clients that usually my clients are more like between, um, let's say, plus minus thirty to forty five, something like that. And I I feel that that's kind of the fa- phase in your life, at least in Finland, where you have kind of you have already walked the path of the ego. You have been in the you know you have studied to become uh, something cool and then you have done that work and you have got, you are married and you have the kids and then kind of you realize that i did everything that this world told me to do and i'm still feeling bad like what is this and that's kind of what i see when people at least in finland tend to come and talk about spirituality and really to try to find who they actually are inside but I don't know maybe it's Spain it, it's it's a little bit different it's also a different culture but here I I see a pattern that it's it's around those ages mm. well
1: it's interesting to see the tendency right now in terms of the general what's going on in the world and and many people is interested of the uh, has interest in spirituality which is great I have the tendency to attract people from the world of the business because I used to have a business. sometimes we we our clients come uh, as a, a reflections of who we were in the past you know? so, uh, yeah. it, it is true that sometimes I, I felt run about with people that they have their own businesses and they are facing things with teams and but doesn't matter. It's it's amazing to see that right now, um many people is interested about spirituality and, and uh, because of, of many reasons no there are one of the reasons is because you you don't feel complete in yourself but you have done what is supposed to be done no like ha- having a career studying uh having a nice job uh having a relationship but at the same time you you don't feel uh, fulfilled or even if you have um earned a lot of money and the other people that I attract is people that they have been a long period of time working into spirituality. They have a lot of theories, but they somehow they are still struggling. Mm. This is like there is like a crystal uh, ceiling. So they want to go, but they cannot go because they, they don't see yeah. what's the problem, no? Because they are very focused into the theories, the spiritual theories, no?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Glass ceiling, I think, is
1: in English. Glass ceiling. OK. Yeah.
0: And and it's true. And this is where uh, this is where I always come to the, to the point that actually on your spiritual path, you usually need someone to see uh, the spot, uh, the blind spots with you. Like um, I I have had mentors and I have developed a lot because of them, because of their ability. They have been on a higher conscious level so they could open me to see that reality too it's very difficult to to go alone of course you can do it and you can have a similar kind of like um, spiritual awaken awakening spontaneous ones like you had but it's not very common i think it's more common to to really like um, on daily day uh, a daily basis to to work with yourself and uh, and to see What's there, and then come back to your inner wisdom, inner harmony, and then be around of people who already are there. So, <laughs> yes, I, I wouldn't
1: just that. say it is more common. I will say also it is faster. Exactly, because growing in a group is faster than do it on your own because you're not gonna be able to see where you're not seeing things, no. And uh, these, uh, um spiritual uh, developing it, it means changing the way you perceive things could be in a relationship the, the life work money yourself but to change how you perceive yourself how to perceive the money or everything so when you are with other people that helps you to understand that those black spots it's you,
0: you grow very fast yeah exactly you can you can go really fast yeah it's very it's very beautiful to see also in 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 the clients I'm sure you have the same that uh, you start from somewhere and like in six months you can see like oh wow this person really has grown a lot yeah and and it's very uh it's um rewarding yeah rewarding that was the word (laughs) I was looking for and in the end it's them themselves who do the job you are just there to help them but you are not really doing so much. You are just providing them the, the mirror to see what's happening. So
1: it's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. I just have a, a, one uh feedback from last week, someone who ended Vida Consciente. And she because I, I asked them before and after ins, going inside the program to see where at in what what point are they, you no? Know? in uh, self esteem in clarity focus in uh, p- mental peace and this person came because she had many many problems uh, health problems and uh she when when i was checking her results she was 300% advanced like she improved 300% more in in uh, in her health so that's a reward, you know, not because you have done anything, but because for me, I'm talking for myself, you want people to be happier, you know, that's what you why you do what you do, you know You want to be to feel more fulfilled with them their own life. So when you have those results and you see that someone has like 150% more peace in their lives from the previous three months, like, oh wow. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God. I feel happy happy for them yeah for sure
0: yeah and because this effect is not stopping with them it's going further because when they feel better in their lives they will bring this state of awareness energetically around to the other people so you are helping only one person but actually you are helping in a chain you are helping so many and if this person ever ever has children those children are going to get a completely different education than this person got from her parents like that, that's how the good always goes on yeah if i
1: have a question when i question is the people one of the question is what people say right now about you? what people tells you different right now, no? Hmm. And many people write things like, um, people now out there tell me that I'm more at peace and they want to be more around me.
0: Yeah.
1: It's crazy. And, yeah.
0: yeah. Because those and, people, uh, they, they know that when when someone is in peace, they feel that they are safe. And we are all, always look to be also, like, in a safe environment. So...
1: Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna be criticized. You're not gonna be judged. You're gonna be loved the way you are. No, you don't have to change anything. So yeah, of course, people want to be around you. No, and uh, at the same time, they're because you change. No, when you are at peace with some parts of yourself. No, I, I remember another um, feedback from last week, and she said, uh, "Carmen said." now because i have that anxiety i don't go to the to the fridge anymore i've lost weight Mm. and i run something that i didn't do before and the run the run how i do it is that that is not from the sacrifice i really enjoy it i really do it because i want it no and and because of that some of my
0: friends they have started to do it too Mm. yeah wow that's really cool yeah, and there, like we can see, there were some programs of the mind taken away, and it came the, it gave the space for this person to start doing things differently. So it's super beautiful. Yeah, I see it uh, very often that uh, that the ego or uh, is like a malfunctioning computer program in yourself that is like giving you bad comments all the time. And the more you clear it, the more the real you can kind of come out. You know, uh, mm. I I think it's a it's a very Finnish way of explaining it. We like <laughs> we have Nokia and so on. so <laughs> That's why. <right. laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I I see the the ego that is the mind. I see like how do you call like the place where the fish are? You know? like uh, fish. yeah, the bowl. The fishbowl. A bowl, the fish yeah. bowl, no. So I imagine the, the, the mind as a fishbowl. So so when you have like uh negative thoughts, that water is filthy, you know, it's it's yeah. you cannot see through that. It's, uh you know, and you have th- those comments yourself about yourself and others criticizing, judging, not very loving. And then you change that water, no, when you start this that spiritual uh path. The change of the water, you change your beliefs, you change your opinions, and then the water is clear. It's, it's, it's transparent, no? And you can see through that, and you feel uh, more content and, and happy and satisfied. But there is another step, another, another phase after that, and it's to so the, the, the feast bowl, you remove the water and you are empty. Mm. You don't have anything inside, not bad, not not good, anything, any comment inside yourself, no? And you're just present. You're just in the present without commenting, without any noise inside your head, no? And that's that's our, the path of dissolving the ego. Yeah,
0: definitely. Wow, so any tips you would like to give for people who just heard the first time about this concept of ego and how to how to dissolve that. So what would be the first step for them to start doing today?
1: Learn how to deal with emotions. That's the first uh, thing that we have to do when we start in the spiritual path. And how we deal with emotions. The first thing is to observe that an emotion is a field of energy. It's a sensation, a physical sensation. So the first thing is to learn the language of the body uh, or are those emotions because we, we say, no, no, I'm angry. Okay, and how do you know that you're angry? Mm. How do you know that you're sad? Because you learned that and this is like an, an automatic uh, uh, like act. But I want you to tell me exactly what happens in your body when you're feeling sadness. Well, okay, I feel a decrease of energy. I feel like I... I have like weight in my in my chest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so go to that little um, physical symptom. Go there, observe it, and accept. Not the sadness. The sadness is a is a label from the mind. Yeah. Remove the label from the mind and go to the body because the body knows what the mind doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. So when you work through your body and look, this is a tendency that I've I've seen. No. Men, it's harder for men to be in contact with their own body, you know. Yeah, but it's possible. You can develop that. Just needs more practice. It's like when something someone has an ability to run faster, and it's natural for that person. But if you want to have that ability, you just have to practice more and do other exercises. So to have that level, no, it's uh, it gonna take maybe more time. But doesn't matter if if you have that intention, no. So. The first thing is to start to connect with the body and what the body is saying to you in order to accept your emotions, so what you're feeling, because this is the first thing that you need to do and it's like the basement for, for
0: the work, hmm. spiritual work. Yes, definitely. Accept and, and let go is a very good, like, a combo to do in anything and uh, accepting actually, what I think is that uh, it, like the suffering comes because we want to run away from those feelings, and we are not ready to accept them because we think that there is something wrong that we shouldn't feel that way or or we maybe in our childhood, our parents were just saying like, uh, you have to behave well, you you should not feel any negative emotions and then at least in Finland, we have a lot of people who are hiding their their emotions because it's. Not appropriate in the culture to show them. I know that Spanish people are more (laughs) expressing, like shout and and uh, and uh, you know, like have like, and then next uh, next uh, moment you are loving and kissing and. But we in Finland we are more like Germans, you know, like like really very much like Uh, analyzing it in our head, even the emotions, like you know. Yeah, we we
1: can learn a lot from each other. That's for sure, no? and uh, yeah, but it's it doesn't matter where you have born, no? or where you have been raised. Is at uh, the end it's the intention that you have to work on yourself
0: and start to connect with with that that is inside you that it goes everywhere with you. Exactly, exactly. And for me, because my my boyfriend is uh, is Spanish, it has been really a. Uh... Very, very good lesson for me to see how things work in Spain, because uh, he has a completely different approach to many things than me, even though we are from Europe both. But we are still so far culturally that I'm learning from him every day and I'm seeing like, OK, this part I want to take from this Spanish family culture and bring it to the Finnish culture. And then he can take like the pieces for, from Finnish culture to his culture that really work well. And I think it's uh... a. It would be nice to, to give an example. Well, one thing, for example, um this is a very funny one, but um we spend a lot of time in Spain. We live in, in Finland. And usually if we are around Madrid, we're going to usually stay at his parents' home because they have a big house. And in the beginning, when I was there, uh, I had a tendency like uh, always to go to our room where we were uh, staying with my boyfriend like after dinner or, or something. And it was because I really felt that I need to be alone because Finnish people, we, we spend a lot of time alone and it's kind of like the way for us to, to sustain <laughs> sustain our energy. But as you know, Spanish people are like, Talking a lot and blah, blah, blah. And at that time, I was even like learning the Spanish language. So my brain was like over-functioning all the time. And I was really like exhausted after talking like two hours. And uh, my boyfriend's mother first thought that I'm sad or I'm angry or something because I went alone to the room, like spending time on my own. Because she was thinking that, of course, I'm just going to stay there with them and, and talk. And then it took her like maybe... I don't know, maybe like a half a year to really understand that I'm completely fine. It's just like a cultural difference that I needed to be alone. And uh, then when when I was there with them, it was always super fun and I love them. They are great people. But this is one of the cultural cultural differences. Like the personal space in Finland is so much bigger.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But at the same time, I, I um, how do you say, like, I, I... I feel connected with that also because when you're in that spiritual uh, space on no, that path, you need time to process your, your own things, no? You yeah. want that personal space because uh, it's the external world is not attractive to you anymore, no? Even yeah. if, when you're very happy to see uh, your beloveds, for sure, and you want to share with them, but at the same time it's like, okay, I want to find that peace inside myself alone you would, if you're with someone it's perfect and you, you enjoy it no but you at the same time you want to be alone no? i
0: i yeah, i can you can imagine a finnish person with spiritual spiritual things going on it's like a extra hermit you know staying alone <laughs> it's very yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But there that's are funny many, many funny funny things like. Uh, but that was just one example, and and I really needed to convince her many times that everything is good. I'm not sad or mad or a- anything. But yeah, it's just very funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but but also your your husband is uh, from the United States, right? So so what can you see as a cultural difference between your countries?
1: I will say I wouldn't say that it's from the Spanish is more the family and everything that I live now but because they are a huge family that they love each other so much and they are a unity and they do things they love each other they don't criticize they they have a lot of stories no? like it's sometimes it's hard to understand whose child is this? No, is this from the first marriage, the second marriage? Is is that the ex-husband here with their own wife? It's like all (laughs) together mixed, no? And, but it's that, that makes them amazing. And I I, I, I learned a lot from them is, even when life sometimes is not easy, they can overcome all difficulties altogether. And they can still love each other even if life continues and you evolve as a person and you have other relationships or other kids with other people. It doesn't matter because you are still a family, no. And mm-hmm. uh, I will say that they have taught me a lot in this regard. No, it's uh, I have an, an amazing family. I used to have my father and my my brother, but right now it's just my mom and and a step uh, brother but they're more like close they're closer know the way they 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 spend the time together is beautiful how they support each other so if if we go there we can stay in uh, their aunt and uncle's house like and they treat us like their own uh daughter and and son know it's yeah. like there is like there is no differentiation between uh, the ranks. No, there are no ranks. We are all equal there, and doesn't matter if some they have some more money and they can spend more money doing something, and but you can you have time and you can instead of giving money or spending money to buy things, you can just be there and help in other things. Everyone is very helpful there, and that's beautiful because everyone everyone there is worth the same. No.
0: Wow, that's really beautiful. That's the kind of mm. culture, family culture that uh, would be beneficial for everyone. That everyone is loved exactly as they are and they have their own own things. And, that's- mm.
1: and included because sometimes it's like, okay, you're there because you have to be here because you're part of the family. But even the ones that maybe because of their character, they are not involved in the activities Uh the others make them feel inside the group which is amazing mm-hmm. no they have they are very emotional developed mature to be able to recognize the states of everyone leave the space to the one that they need but at the same time to uh, feel no everyone is is
0: inside no it's
1: very beautiful i have learned a
0: lot from that for sure wow that sounds sounds very good and it's it's very nice like when you travel to the the country of your husband or in my case to the country of my future husband it's very nice that you know that you really want to see those people it's it's not like this kind of obligatory like oh I have to go and visit them but it's like a, truly a pleasure to have another family there yeah it's yeah. and it's also an attitude on yourself no it's like okay
1: this is something that I have to do or this is something that i just want to be grateful and happy to do yeah exactly. because i'm going to give you an example um my husband's uh, uh grandma she's 94 94 okay and she was she was willing to come to spain whoa and her mom my my husband's mom uh she was she was like yes we, we can travel to spain and and travel with her and make things very easy for her because it's a very long trip from spain to alaska that's that's almost two days traveling that's an attempt. that's for sure just for a young person imagine 94 years old woman no and um and my, uh my my husband's parents they they had to to travel so we could stay with we had to stay with with the grandma for a week, but we were so happy to have her here. We had just our life. We had to change. Uh, we had to move to another house, my my friend's house, in order for her to be easier. No, because mm-hmm. of because we are a little bit of yogis here. We our our bed is on the floor. And uh, you know things that that makes her live better now uh, in, in her age. We were so happy, and we decided that that was something that that we were gonna enjoy. That was our holidays and so spend some time with her. No, and her mom was saying like, "I'm so grateful that you feel that way because other people will say that that's important. You have to take care of a 94 years old woman." And hey. No, I, I the way, the attitude that I have for my family, you know, that is his family, my family, is that I'm going to enjoy, I'm going to be grateful for this opportunity. This is something amazing that someone from Alaska, 90 years old woman comes to Spain just because she wants to be here with us, no? So yeah. it's just the attitude, no? Can you be enough
0: flexible? Yeah. And really create her the the best possible experience there. Yeah, yeah well, Actually, my my uh, grandmother is also I think ninety five, ninety six, something like that. And uh, yeah, we are gonna get married next year in in Spain. It's not like oh. it's not gonna be like a typical wedding. We don't like that kind of things, but it's gonna be like um just a party on a beach. But unfortunately, she said that. She Like she she won't travel anymore, but I understand she's uh, she she has lived a long and a very happy life. But uh, she starts to feel the age already. Yeah, sure. It's a it's a very cool thing. Ninety four years and uh, (laughs) like fly to fly two days. And and you know what
1: happened because this is uh, this is quite spiritual. She is quite spiritual. Um, after she came here with a lot of help for sure. No, my husband came with her flight with her. And she was with a wheelchair. Sometimes she can walk and she can walk fight, But uh, sometimes she get tired. Of course, no. So she was. We were in a, a wheelchair. And uh, when she came, she felt so powerful. She felt that she could travel around the world if she, if she wanted. And she started to travel to see the other uh, kids around other states. Oh and wow! She went to Florida for, for three or four uh, weeks. She went to another Austin, I think, Texas. She was there. I don't remember very well where, where she went, but she was like three months traveling. The oh, woman. wow. <laughs> because she, she felt that she could do anything. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It's our mind that tells us you're going to be old. You cannot do things. Your body is not helping you. Uh, but the mind is is. The creator, the ego is the creator of the reality. So yeah. if you know that, you can change the way you perceive things and you can make your, uh, the, the, your quality life much better. And she knew it intuitively, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's amazing to see those like 100-year-old uh, yogis who still do like beautiful asanas and everything. And, and it's there, there you can really see that it's, it's not about age. It's really about the power of the mind. How how you can Yeah, absolutely. Wow, but hey, anything you want to share with our listeners? Because we are coming to the end of this episode.
1: Well, I I will say that this is a very lovely pace that sometimes has like a bump in big way because you're gonna face things that you don't want to see, the emotions, the thoughts, the beliefs that are holding you back. And and that's not easy. It's not easy when you feel angry and uh, someone is telling you that you're responsible. But anger is not, nobody is making you feel angry that angry is yours and you and the other doesn't have to change, no, to make you feel better. Y- you are the one who has to change that perspective if you want to be at peace, no? It's hard, can be very hard at some points, but at the same time, you realize that. All the hard work that you have done is worthy. It. Yes, and it's worthy. It. So I will say that don't discourage you. Go ahead, continue in the in this path, and uh, surround around surround yourself with people that are in the same thing. It's yeah. gonna be way way easier too.
0: Definitely, definitely. Very wise words, nothing to add from here. Uh, so how do people find you if they want to work with you?
1: Instagram, for sure, they can see more content. It's in Spanish, uh, Adela Pastor. That's uh, how we, they can find me there. And also they, they can find me online in my web, my own webpage. I have uh, blogs and, and videos, YouTube videos, adelapastor.com. And they can even receive for free a meditation, a letting go meditation uh, that helps to handle negative emotions and thoughts. That They they can have it for free.
0: Wonderful. So make sure that you are going to go and check that meditation out. Perfect. Thank you very much, Adela, for this amazing interview. And hopefully our listeners loved it too. And uh, see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. And because I am here to help you on your personal healing journey, don't hesitate to contact me on www.healernora.com.